Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Good evening and welcome to She and Her. I am Anita Rao and I'm here with Sandra Davidson. And we're really excited for tonight's episode. Um, So as those of you who listen to our podcast have heard us talk about, uh, the show is also a live radio show that we record every Thursday. We record it from a radio station in Hillsborough called WHUP. And one of our favorite things about WHUP is there's a really awesome community of DJs, and hosts and people who um, produce their own content for WHUP. And we had an opportunity to join a fellow host at an event that he was putting on a couple of months ago in Durham. Yes. we. So our friend and fellow host, Jeff Shaw, he has a show called Cage Shine Concussion where he talks about the martial arts community in the Triangle. I will admit I was not really familiar with that community, but when he was putting together this event, he invited us to come and was really encouraging us to interview women fighters. Yeah, and yeah, he left it pretty open. He was like, you know, there'll be space. It's going to be inside of the Durham Armory. You can sort of set up what you want. And so we sort of, I don't know, we had like a couple of ideas. At first we thought we might like try to record a live interview there, but... um, We scaled it back. We scaled it back. um, And what we ended up doing is setting up a table and asking women um, to talk with us briefly about why they fight. Um, And we would take portraits of them and have them sort of tell us a a short story about um, sort of what fighting means to them and and why they do it. Yeah. And I will will say I, I practiced karate like a couple of times when I was growing up, but... I really stuck around because I had a crush on the instructor's <laughs> son, I'm being honest. But my sister actually was very into martial arts after she graduated from college. And so I remember hearing her talk about like how much she loved training, how much more powerful it made her feel. So some of the things that came up in the interviews that we did there were familiar to me, but others were not. Yeah, and one of the neat things about the setup, so they had sort of a – a live like a self-defense class was happening like on one side of us and then there was like live fighting happening on the other side of us and so there were women that sort of walking through and there was such a wide range of people we talked yes. with like a young girl who was maybe 11 or 12 who yeah. was there with her dad and then betty and then betty how old was betty 52 50 Some, 50 something yeah 
Yeah. You'll meet her shortly. (laughs) Yeah. And just such a wide range of people doing it for very different reasons. Um, So we recorded some of those interviews and we put together a little montage uh, just to sort of introduce you all to some of the women that we met and this topic uh, of women who fight. So uh, take a listen to some of the voices that we heard. I am a jiu-jitsu blue belt and am also, I'm 59 years old. I found that my body could do things I didn't know it could do. It helped me not with just my physical self-confidence, but my mental self-confidence because I was around positive people. I was tired of feeling like I couldn't walk by myself at night, and I wanted to feel powerful enough in my own body that I could be autonomous in the day or in the night. And then I accidentally fell in love with it, and now I train to um, help empower other women and queer people and children with the skills and confidence that they need to be autonomous people, too. I got into it because I watched a lot of badass female characters in, like, movies and TV. So I was like, I want to be able to do that. It pushes me a lot more mentally than I expected. Like, I knew it was going to be physically challenging, but the mental challenge is, is uh, really intense and it's also really awesome. I do it to stay in shape, to compete, and um, to be strong. I feel strong, especially around a bunch of guys. Summer I got mugged in Boston and I didn't like the feeling of not knowing how to assess how bad it was in the moment. Like I didn't know what I should do or how to take care of myself. And it wasn't violent, it was just scary. But I'd rather have more options than I had right then. There's the fitness aspect, I feel better than I have ever before. There's the friends and community aspect, I have really close friends that I train with almost every day now. And then there's just getting to know yourself, knowing what your limits are, learning how to push them. Um, It's just absurdly fun, but it just teaches you so much about yourself too. I think I had a moment when I was first training um, at Triangle Jiu-Jitsu where I realized like, wow, as a woman, I feel like so much of my life I'm trying to like be small and be like, you know, like petite, but then it was like you want to make yourself feel heavy. It's one of those things that helps remind me that like I'm totally capable, that, um, that I deserve to be here. Like it, I don't have to be intimidated by the men or the bigger, stronger people. Don't ever feel like you can't do it just because you're a girl. You can absolutely do it and there are tons of girls who do it already. So that was a collection of women that we spoke with at an event that was put on by our fellow WTP host, Jeff Shaw. Jeff, thank you for having us at that event. It was awesome. Yeah, it was. And it really sparked our interest in thinking more about uh, women who fight and why they do it and sort of the complexities of um, what it means to be a woman who is physically strong. So um, we have invited a a woman from Chapel Hill who is a fighter herself to join us in studio tonight. Um, so tell us a bit about Shayla before we introduce yes. her formally. So we are inviting Shayla to on the show by day. She's an event planner for the Chapel Hill Chamber of Commerce, but she is also a jiu-jitsu fighter. She's been doing it for four years. And um, a little bit of background, she was born in Maine to an American mother, a Chinese father, spent much of her childhood in Beijing, kind of bounced back and forth um, from the U.S. to back to China over the course of her early life, but landed in Chapel Hill 
um, started one of the Triangle's most beloved food trucks, Charba Charba. And along the way, her work with Charba Charba actually got her involved with jujitsu, sort of indirectly. But um, she'll tell us that story in a minute. But welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks so much for being here. Um, so, yeah, why don't you begin by just telling us a bit about your journey to jujitsu? How did it begin? Sure. Um, it was 2011. Um, me and my friends started Chirba Chirba. We were in Durham a lot, really involved with the community. And there was an event started by some friends called Luchadoras. It's a masked female wrestling. It's a Mexican tradition where um, you put on a mask, assume an identity, and with my involvement with Chirba Chirba, I took on the persona of one of our <laughs> uh, <laughs> most popular dumplings. and those Also known as. <laughs> juicy buns. <laughs> so that was, so I was kind of, I was a luchadora. Um, the women who are just volunteering their time were not professional fighters by any means and were putting on costumes and learning how to safely fight each other for entertainment. It was a fundraiser. It was so much fun, um, but the performances happened, luchadoras went away, and then we weren't uh, play fighting on Sundays anymore, and um, I was like, well, I missed that. I'm going to try this jujitsu thing. I don't know what it is exactly, and um, I took a class, and I was hooked. I just, I had, I'd enjoyed wrestling for a long time and I thought if there's a physical activity I'd like to pursue it might be wrestling but whenever I would google women's wrestling it was never serious it was for children or it was jello wrestling or mud wrestling and I just it, <laughs> I gave up it wasn't a thing hmm. I guess there's jiu-jitsu and grappling um, where it's a, a ground game with um, chokes and locks and well what did it feel like the first time I mean I think about growing up how you know women and girls generally are socialized not to be fighting, you know, like the kind of like any kind of like physical engagement I ever had growing up, like with my sister was immediately like dispersed. You know, I didn't I didn't ever grow up like thinking about using my body in a way that was like in partnership with someone else in a physical way. What did it feel like to be in that environment for the first time? Did it feel comfortable? Did you feel like you knew what you were? It's weird. Yeah, (laughs) it's so weird. When I think about it now, all the 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 positions, mm-hmm. guard, mount, side control. It's so normal to me because it's my language. Um, but the first class, the first, first month or two, it is so weird to be on your knees and someone, a stranger, has their legs wrapped around you. And I can you're only just imagine. In this very, <laughs> very visibly close space. Yeah. Um, and remembering that, my coach, my teammates, we're very conscientious when we have a uh, a woman visit. We're always like, come work with me. This is going to be funny, but you'll get used to it. Don't worry. And make sure that they're not paired with a man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, I mean, now I train with guys all the time, and it's it's not strange anymore because we're doing jiu-jitsu. But at first, I think it's important to, you know, introduce the concept of being that physically close contact with one another where this – wouldn't happen in, unless it was, I don't know, an intimate thing right. or yeah. a violent, right. bad right. situation. You know, we heard in, in the montage some women are doing it as a result of an experience where they didn't feel safe and they wanted to feel more empowered, physically empowered in their body. Other people are doing it, you know, for hobby reasons. Is that something 
that plays out in the gym? Do you all talk about that aspect of it? Um, and it, for you, do you ever think about like walking that line between like self-defense versus just this is a sport, this is something you enjoy? Absolutely. Um, some people do start because of the self-defense aspect. They've had something happen or they want to be more confident and prepared. My view is that I don't, I'm not motivated by fear to mm-hmm. come to do jujitsu, but I am motivated by the community, the camaraderie, the fun, the mm-hmm. competition. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Well, give us an overview. So we, you talked about how jiu-jitsu is less well-known than other martial arts. Can you sort of give us, like, what is the big umbrella? What are the various components? Just, like, 101. There are three sides of jiu-jitsu. There's the self-defense portion. There's the MMA. And then there's sport jiu-jitsu. Okay. Um, self-defense is for staying safe. In self-defense, you never be want to be on the bottom. You never want to be on your back. You never want to be sitting down. You want to stay on your feet and make space and protect yourself. In sport jiu-jitsu, there are all these rules um, that keep you safe. So you're not um, defending yourself from an attacker, but you're you're winning points and achieving dominant positions and using different sweeps and locks and uh, leg locks, arm locks, and uh, chokes to subdue your opponent. And they tap and it's over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's a c- controlled martial arts. And then there's the popular MMA, mixed martial arts, which you see in the UFC, um, where there are no rules. You want to put fighters in a cage, you do your jiu-jitsu, you do your boxing, you do your mm. karate, and we'll see which martial art is the mm. most dominant. How does it feel different from other kinds of exercise? Because there is... I mean, is there like an aggress aggression element happening in your brain or is it do you think about it more as like a dance? How do you approach sort of the physical the the mental part of the physical act? That's so interesting. <laughs> uh there's there's all of those things. There are roles that we we enjoy as a flow where you kind of mm-hmm. give and take. You're not pursuing one move to win. You're kind of you have a good rhythm. It's not super aggressive. But then there's a time to get after it is mm-hmm. what we say at our gym. And when we're preparing for a high-level competition, our coach will say, all right, we're not flowing. We're going to get after it and we're going to go hard. And it's it's never – and it, well, it should never be in a, 
a, a mentally aggressive right. thing, although it happens. There's drama and there's egos and certainly uh, stressful things arise from that. But sure. most, most, most people around here are very... Very cool. Hmm. Well, and you've mentioned a couple of times to competitions, and you started doing this sort of as a, I guess, a hobby, and then it transitioned into something that you were doing competitively, which I think we should note to everyone that just this June you took home the bronze medal at the International Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu Federation World Championship. So can you talk about, you know, four years ago you were going up, you enjoyed it, it was fun, and then you know, two months ago, you're competing in an international competition. How did you get there? And looking back, like, could you have ever even imagined that you'd be doing this today? No, I didn't. I didn't think about that. I think it's the team environment. And at our academy, there are people that do it for self-defense. And then there are the competitors and some that do it for exercise, which is super cool. But I like the challenge um, of testing Myself, Like, all right, I'm learning this move. I'm getting better at this move. How does it stack up to the rest of the world? So that's that's my reason. Yeah. Have you always been someone who's been physically active? I I have always had an athletic build. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I hated it growing up because mm. I thought it was not pretty or I didn't have a use for it. I tried running, tried some various physical activities, but never really loved it. And mm. so finding jujitsu was... Just so, so exciting because in this world, my physical attributes are, you know, have a practical purpose. They help me and I learned to embrace that. How did it change your relationship with your body doing this kind of fighting and being in this kind of physical space? Well, I don't think, oh, my shoulders are too broad anymore. I don't think, oh, I wish my legs were super slim. So, I mean... Growing up, uh, becoming a woman, gaining confidence, Mm -hmm. certainly, but also that I found my place. This is where I belong. Yeah. Yeah. One of the things that we noticed when we were at the event in Durham is this really lovely sense of community and camaraderie between the fighters who we interviewed and also just witnessing. I mean, it's a very collegiate, like, seemingly loving community. I think being a part of a martial art that's less well-known is a really special thing. Like, it's not basketball. It's not even taekwondo. Is mm-hmm. you, you, you know karate, you know taekwondo, you know kung fu. Brazilian jiu-jitsu is a, is a weird little one that's just now making its way, mm-hmm. being recognized thanks to UFC and MMA uh, celebrities. Um, so just being a part of that is really special. Like, oh, you did jujitsu? Like, we're we share something in common. Um, it's very much like a a family. Has it changed your experience of being in your physical body out in public um, now that you feel more physically strong, or that you have internally a sense that like you would be capable to confront someone if the situation arose? I don't know. It's reassuring to know that if this person approached me. I could take them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you have tools to draw on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that is, as a person who is paranoid about any kind of dangerous situations, thank you, Mom, for sending me every possible worst-case scenario article about <laughs> oh, women. But, um, you know, I do think about that. Like, 
what, what if I'm like something happened? What what would I do? And my my instinct is always to run. <laughs> Good, make yeah. space. That's disadvantage management. There you go. One on one. My sister has this viewpoint. Um, why should I learn jujitsu to defend myself? Mm-hmm. Why why is it on me? The other person needs to not be a bad person and yeah. do bad things. Right. And I completely agree with her. Mm-hmm. But as it stands, we're in a world where bad people do bad things and in such a world where those things can happen and I can choose to have tools to defend myself, then I I choose to learn those tools. Even though it's not fair, I shouldn't have to. Right. No woman should have to. Right. But until that day, I'm going to train jujitsu. Yeah. <laughs> but I'll still train just because it's fun. Yeah. But what do you, um, if if you could talk to your younger self, what do you feel like you've learned from jujitsu that has given you a sense of perspective or outlook on life that you wish you could sort of advise your younger self? Is there anything? Mm. Being strong is awesome. Mm-hmm. Don't compare yourself to other people. I think that applies to everything. Amen. Mm-hmm. And in jujitsu, we do that. Like, oh, so and so is training. Five times a week, and I can only make it to the mats twice. I didn't train hard enough. So don't compare yourself to other people. Um, and the, um, enjoy it, and don't dwell on what you didn't do well enough or let the guilt-trippy part. I, I, I say this, I'm terrible at it, and my teammates, I think we all struggle with it. Like, coulda, woulda, shoulda mm-hmm. put in that extra time. Um, I mean, it's it's fine to acknowledge how you can improve, but move forward not look backward and and that's why i really enjoyed my last my tournament at in long beach i didn't win i didn't win gold but man i had a good time because i trained me i did my schedule and i did it as hard as i could and so it was a personal a personal goal those are all definitely things that i have read and been told and tried to practice in daily life but i feel like having such a, a specific reference point where those play out for you mm-hmm. in the sport that you do and and you're doing it because it's fun and because it brings you joy is such a useful way to sort of practice those across the board in your life. Yeah. Well, listen, this is all we have time for know, tonight. It's flown by. It has flown by. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, if you guys are interested in hearing more about this kind of um, sport and seeing some of the images that we captured when we were in Durham. Uh, follow us at She and Her Radio on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We'll be rolling out those images. And if you want to hear any of our back episodes, you can visit sheandherradio.com, which is where um, we, our, our archive lives. We're also on iTunes. And if you really like our show, which we hope you do, go there and write us. Please do and write a review please. And thank you guys so much for listening.
when it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. The secret to visibly firmer, summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil, clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dull, dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Rich yet never greasy, Andaria Algae Body Oil is formulated with sustainably sourced seaweed to help replenish the skin's moisture barrier and seven nourishing active botanical oils for results you can see and feel all over. The best part? It's signature scent. A blend of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. This all-natural scent is unforgettable. Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com code GLOW.